Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Dan McTagg is the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. He joins us at, um, at oh, what is it? Oh, come on. I, I know what it is. I see it all the time. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Okay, help me. Help me. Help me. Tw- Twitter. Here we go. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Help me. Yeah, gas wizard. No, uh, yeah. Gas price wizard on Twitter. You don't. Know, you did. You didn't even know. <laughs> I try to remember. <laughs> there are many of them. How are you, Roy? I'm doing great, and it's great to hear you, and uh, great to be here. Although I wish on Canada Day, uh, the government would choose other days in which to uh, whack uh, Canadians over the head. But uh, if it is an April Fool's, I guess July 1st will suit this group. So, talk to us about this. Uh, this. Clean fuel regulation, which the parliamentary budget officer told us on this program, we played the clip earlier, is going to hurt the disadvantaged most. And for that, he's been attacked by the government. And Mr. Giroux told us, well, he got all the information from the environment ministry for, to, for, to, to base the report on. That's right. And he used their methodologies, their data, which, by the way, he shouldn't have used. We... Um Worked with Ross McKittrick, very well known with LFX and Associates. Professor Ross McKittrick had twice uh, written a report for Canadians for Affordable Energy and uh, pointed out that in the first round, for every dollar of benefit, there would, it would cost you nice six. So the government backed off and said, "Hey, we're not going to uh, we're not going to hit uh, home heating fuel. We're not going to hit natural gas and propane on the second carbon tax. We're going to just focus on diesel aviation fuel to a lesser extent, and of course gasoline." So. You now have a scenario that is playing out in which, uh, as uh, the leader of the Conservative Party, uh, Mr. Polyev, has quite rightly pointed out, it's going to lead to uh, a rather dramatic increase on gasoline. And the one that, although that scares me, uh, you know, Roy, it is when you fool around with diesel, that is the fuel that drives the global economy. It's the fuel that, grow, that drives the Canadian economy. And everything we touch and do is affected by transport. And in fact, it's even used for fertilizer. So, when you start meddling with that and you drive drive the price up to achieve some kind of pyrrhic goal, uh, which, of course, China and India are laughing at, it's, uh, it's, it's a hard argument to make. And more importantly, it's not just one, but two carbon taxes. No uh, climate economist, the right mind, including the granddaddy of all this, a guy named William Nordhaus, now look up that name, uh, won a Nobel Peace Prize and said, you don't put two carbon taxes together and then regulations on top of that. That's precisely what the Canadian government is doing. And it's going to throttle the economy and, of course, uh, do something that uh, will you know, really affect uh, our lives relative to prosperity. Because what their alternative is, is unreliable forms of energy, which we know don't work. And, of course, uh, in a cold country like Canada, it's a recipe for disaster. What do you say to people, who, and, and there have been stories on this, that uh, this Canada Day, we're not paying as much for gasoline as we were a year ago. And it, it, it tries to paint a rosy, a rosy picture, fairly rosy picture of where we are. I look at where we're going, and I, uh, I have, like you, I have real concerns. 
Well, last year was an aberration, of course, because we saw significant uh, disruptions caused by COVID. But we're still paying a lot more uh, than we have at any point prior to last year, going back uh, to 2008. So it's nothing to celebrate or cheer. Worse, if you think lower prices are a great thing, and I believe they happen to be, especially in an economy blessed with an abundance of energy and the best technology available in the world, driving prices up from where they should be, maybe $1.30, $1.40 to $1.60 or $1.70, makes no sense. And even for those who don't think energy is a big deal, even those who don't drive, who take public transit, think they can do everything with their scooters on electricity and EVs, all of those things require energy. And more importantly, how's your food cost handling? How, how are things going these days? I mean, the government has to go out and rebate people money because uh, there's a fourfold increase in the number of people going to food banks. And half of the people out there, as we know, your listeners here, Roy, uh, and you've heard them chime in many times, you know, uh, very close to uh, teetering on bankruptcy, $200 away from losing it yeah, all. I just, uh, I, 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 I just, just a little while ago on this program today, we spoke with uh, a lady in Toronto who's living in her car. She's been living in her car for the last three to four months. Yeah. Look, this is now becoming the face of Canada. And while wokesters go around, you know, you know, slapping themselves on the back and saying what a wonderful thing they're doing to kill the Canadian economy, I can tell you this. The $150 billion that this country threw away because we have a prime minister who says there's no business case, even Norway now understands you have to make more, you have to produce more oil and gas. When we had the two G7 leaders show up in our country, Japan and Germany, saying, please give us some more of your great natural gas and energy, and we said there's no business case for it. What buffoons would do that to themselves? And I, I, I say this as a fellow who's been in there for 18 years, understood this. I can't think of a government that's ever done what this government's done. That's basically to spoil, uh, to despoil its own, its, own, uh, its own kennel. And I think that's the worst thing you could do. Sooner or later, it's going to catch up with the Canadians. I think now our friends in the Maritimes. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, hurt. they're really hurting. Too. They're really angry today, including the four premiers. Well, they should, because they've had a lot of folks that I've dealt with down there who don't want to do interviews on gasoline because they think it's no big deal. I don't need to tell you that there's some media that I won't even talk to simply because they believe that uh, prices are never too high. And uh, they truly believe that they're on a mission to save the world, uh, except that what you're doing is industrializing the real world. You're removing prosperity. You're making affordability ever more elusive. And when you lose $150 billion bucks on LNG alone, we had 17 projects ready to go. How many hospitals can't get funded? How many pensions won't get funded? Well, How many kids are going to be affected? Yeah, by Dan, that has happening? been the consistent argument that we yep. don't take advantage of the opportunity that we have, and somebody else will. And yeah, I have this. I, I have this. Take your pick. I have this quote from 2021. Uh, Mr. Trudeau attending the Glasgow Climate Conference is uh, the quote is that uh, it may be necessary quote to limit personal consumption of hydrocarbons by individual Canadians in terms of allowable miles traveled by motor vehicle, train, or air. Pardon? Pardon? Or pardon, the language of your choice? You're not sure where he's going, but if he believes there's some form of energy efficiency and that by throttling society uh, in favor of low-quality fuels or perhaps... uh, energy efficiency uh, that uh, leads to less consumption. I can tell you this, energy efficiency throughout history leads to greater consumption. But the prime minister is disconnected with reality. And it's increasingly important that people in the MTV, and I'm not talking about the stuff in the 80s, the uh, music, uh, television. And I have 30 uh, seconds. I'm talking about Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. You need to wake up because your country is is lost. Look, 
energy, the energy economy, and here I'm talking Newfoundland, Saskatchewan, Alberta, supports the non-energy economy. In other words, if you don't like your hydrocarbon market and your economy, then you might as well give up on the nation because you can't afford to maintain our standard of living if Canadians continue to bury their heads in the sand. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.